Hey there, Rachel Wilson here, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to my bite-sized podcast to help guide, inform, and help you deal with your child's sleep from newborn to four years old. Sleep strategies, interviews, and informed information to give you the confidence to help your child form happy and healthy sleep habits and parenting skills for yourself. Let's get into it. Hello Village, I hope you are all doing well this week and the sun is shining wherever you are. We are hopefully well into spring now and summer is just around the corner. Certainly here where I live the sun is now shining and hopefully we will not be seeing so much rain as we have done the last few weeks. Okay, so this week's podcast I want to talk to you about poop. I want to talk to you specifically about the pre-dawn poop. Many families experience early wakings and one of the reasons is because their little one is waking up with a dirty nappy so hands up if that is you you are being woken in the early hours around 4 5 a.m and your baby has done a poo now you're wide awake and so is your baby and there seems to be no chance of anyone going back to sleep now because who wants to sleep with a dirty nappy nobody so Let me tell you, this is a very common issue and sometimes, not always, but sometimes there might be a way around this. Now, what I'm going to talk about today in this podcast is, as always, just suggestions. It's not not gospel. It's just a guide. Some things you can try out. It's not medically endorsed or supported. It doesn't guarantee um, that you will get results, um, but it is a, it's a safe, these are ideas and things that you can try that are safe and they are worth trying. Just be prepared, it may take a couple of weeks um, for any of these suggestions to sort of readjust this poo arrival and uh, get back um, to sleeping past 5am. So <clears throat> what could be the causes? Let, let's have a chat about this. So all, all the stimulation of bowel movements can wake up children. Um, and they can really wake up children. And, you know, let's get dirty and personal here. When you go, you know you have to go. <clears throat> and it's the same for little children. And if they are sleeping with dirty nappies, they might get a nappy rash. And of course, you don't want your little one. Nobody wants their child to have a nappy rash. So at bedtimes, when you're putting on that nappy, ensure you are lathering on that nappy cream. Get um, a big paintbrush. And that's what I used to use, a paintbrush, because all the cream would go on my nails and it will be just a nightmare to get off and sticky hands while you're trying to get the nappies on and pajamas on. So I always use uh, like a soft, really soft paintbrush or even a makeup brush. I paint on that nappy cream just to help keep any nappy rash at bay. Now, if your little one is waking up in the morning and you've got that dirty nappy, of course, you're going to go and change them. You're putting lights on and it's just all a lot of stimulation. Remember, one thing that I do always bang about, bang on about is if you're going to need and use any lights during any sleep periods, use a red light. Now, why is that? That is because red light doesn't suppress the levels of melatonin, that amazing sleep hormone that we all know and love. And it will not fully wake your child up. It will not stimulate your child's brain. 
Whereas any other kind of light, you know, even light from your mobile phone, the screen light, um, even if you put the little torch light on your mobile phone, little lamps that you've got, you know, hidden underneath the coat or behind a chair, this is all at the other end of the blue light spectrum. And this can really stimulate a child's mind as it can all of us. It can penetrate through eyelids and it can wake your child up. So when you are changing these dirty, smelly nappies at five o'clock in the morning, keep to a red light. If you can do it in the dark, even better. Kudos to you, but just use a red light. Now, if this poop has been consistently arriving for a number of days, perhaps more than 10 days, there are a few things we can try to do and see if this helps push the arrival a little bit later. Um, we don't want this to become a habit waking. So if, it's, if this, it's this poo arrival is happening often, what can then happen is that it's just setting the circadian rhythm to wake up at this time anyway. And you and I both know that early wakings are very hard to to write. So if there is something that you can do with this, there's no harm in giving it a go. Like I said, finding a solution to this may take a couple of weeks because we're going to be playing around with your child's digestive system and various other things. Okay, so first of all, what can be the cause of this? Well, is your child in a developmental growth spurt? that can be causing a poo arrival at four or five o'clock in the morning. It's as simple as that. As the digestion system develops, it will have an impact on the bowel movements and the bowel system. Perhaps your child has got a little stomach bug right now. Maybe that's causing it. And even eating can trigger that bowel movement. So if you have recently offered your child a night feed and they have taken it, close to this poo arrival that might be the culprit your body their body is is taking in that milk and the stomach is is digesting it and the bowels are getting ready to expel it and this can trigger that poo arrival many parents report their children are constipated during the introduction of weaning and solids or maybe you've changed milks or you're starting to introduce dairy into your child's diet. This can also make an impact and be a culprit. Is your child teething? Teething gets the blame for a lot of sleep issues, but this could be a very valid point here. Any or all of these, uh, these signals can be causing this poo alarm at 5 a.m. in the morning. Now, if we're gonna be talking about food, diet, if your child is having a really high fiber and high fatty foods, this could be a cause of producing this poop at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. If they're having these high fiber, high fatty foods at every meal time, what you could do is just try limiting them to perhaps just breakfast time or just lunch time for maybe four or five days and see if this shifts the time of this poop arrival. If not, maybe just limit the, those foods to perhaps dinner time and see how that goes for a week or so and see if that shifts the arrival. Like I said, we're playing around with your child's digestive system here and it's gonna take time. It's safe to do, 
you can give it a go and see if it works. Now, with toddlers and older children, they may be in an open bed and they may be able to get themselves out of the bed and go to the loo independently. However, they may be calling for you to help them go because they, you know, they want to hold your hand, they can't reach the light, they've woken up and not sure if they can go. Um, so they're just, you know, calling out, Mom, Dad, can you come and help me? I've got a poo, can you come and take me to the loo? So ask them before they go to bed at night if they need to go to the bathroom, they need to use the loo. Going to the bath, going to the, going to the loo, I should say, after bath time is a great time for the bowels to open because the body is warm and it can really help open up the bowels. The bath will help relax those muscles, then sensation of them needing to go will be more apparent. So do open up that opportunity, just remind them, encourage them, seeing if they need to go to the bathroom before they go down to sleep at night time. You could also leave a potty in their room. So if they don't want to go to the bathroom on their own, maybe you could introduce a potty in their room. You can put a towel down or you can put one of these little huggies. Um, I like to call them piddle pads. These huggies disposable bed mats down on the floor. You could put the potty down there. Maybe you could put some little teddies down there as well, make it a little bit enticing for them to go there. And that might be easier for them to go there rather than finding the, the bathroom. It may be on a different floor to them. There may be some steps to navigate. There may be, you may have a toddler gate in the bathroom door. Um, so having that potty in their room may be easier for them to go and a bit more enticing. Now, if they prefer to use the bathroom and it is easy for them to get to you know that they don't have any stairs it's on the same floor perhaps the bathroom is next door to their bedroom you can give them um, a torch to use now there is a red torch you can use I've seen them on Amazon um, and of course it's it's going back to this um, this red light you don't want to give them a, a regular torch light because that's just going to wake them up even more but you can get these red light torches from Amazon I will put the link in the show notes below if you're interested in having a look or purchasing. And you can use role play during the daytime. You can teach your child how to use it and they can use it to light up the hall in the bathroom, guide their way to the bathroom if and when they need to go to the loo. Role play is great for encouraging children to do an array of things and going to the bathroom independently is definitely one of them. It will give them that confidence to do this. It will boost the morale. You can use teddies and toys for younger children. You can read them books. Pirate Pete's Potty um, and Princess Polly was a firm favourite in our home when I was um, potty training with Leo and Chloe. Again, I will put the links to those books in the show notes below. Um, so read these books to your child. You, you can even put them in the bathroom by, by the loo. You can have a little stool there by the loo um, and they can use their little red light to guide them and take themselves to the bathroom and, and see those books while they go as well. So there's some ideas for you to try for your early morning poop alarm. I think the you know, the idea here is that you're, you could be playing around with your child's digestive system here when it comes to food, if you're going to start playing around with food. You know, if you're having these high fiber foods, maybe just offer them at breakfast time or lunch time for five, six days, a week or so, and see if that helps shift the time around. 
And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, think of something else out of the box, some of these ideas that I have suggested in this podcast. I hope that helps. If you've got any questions with anything to do with sleep, as always, feel free to email me or uh, come follow me over on Instagram or Facebook and drop me a DM if you've got any questions, if you'd like to get in touch. I hope you have a great weekend and uh, lots of potty parties. Take care, guys. Bye for now. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please see the show notes for all the links mentioned and don't forget to subscribe, share, rate and review and come follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a topic you would like me to cover, drop me an email at rachel at rachelwilsonsleepconsultant.com. See you next time.